Hey, 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 what's going on out there? It's your boy from Brooklyn, Shannon Ambrosio, just saying. Are you guys ready for another Everything and Nothing podcast? Well, it's that day of the week, folks. It's Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So how's everybody doing out there? And how has your week and weekend been, right? So let's get some of these things plugged in. Let's see what's going on. Let's make sure we have sound and all these other things that work, that make the podcast do what it's supposed to do, folks. So let's see how we're doing out there. How is everybody? How is the summer so far? Are you guys enjoying yourself? Yo, the weather's been crazy out here, you know, on the East Coast, out here by by us. If you're in the tri-state, <laughs> if you're in my tri-state area on the East Coast there, right? So I don't know where you guys are or where you're located or what time it is out there by you. But, you know, it's around that time. It's the Everything and Nothing podcast time. It's around six-ish. So let's see. Let's throw on the spectacle goggles here and see how we're doing over here on the live feed. How's everybody been? I know uh, I wasn't on last week, but, uh, you know, that's, you know, things to do. <laughs> that's just the way it goes all right i had things to do right i don't i don't ask you folks what you're doing right when you ain't around <laughs> so all right so we got everything working so far so we're good to go right so it's a happy happy sunday right it's i've been working 60 plus hours a week yo that's a lot of hours there thomas yo you need to talk to somebody about that right all right partner you need to six. Well, you know what's funny. I say that, and, and you know what's funny, Thomas. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you in right now. So t my boy Thomas Mad Dog right there runs a CNC. He's a machinist, and um, let me tell you something. That's what today's podcast is about, right? So it's all about the amount of effort, right? What you put in is what you're gonna get out, and that's the truth right there. All right, so. How is it that Thomas is doing 60 plus hours a week? It's the amount of effort he puts into things. So, right, he does, he puts in a lot of effort and makes it look effortless. Um, I hope that Thomas has been putting up or posting pictures or videos of the work he does. So Thomas runs a CNC machine. And in case anybody doesn't know what that, that means, is that a CNC machine is something that basically takes an image from a computer and the machine basically makes that image into an object or cuts out an object or you know in certain cases depending on if it's a 3d printer or cnc machine cnc machine is is basically like a, a two-dimensional right so it's a flat object that lays down onto something and then the cnc machine basically cuts it out and that's you know basically what the cnc machine does and it could do anything right you can have cnc machines that cut through wood glass uh metal just about anything and a 3d printer is is not necessarily the same thing as a cnc machine but it basically does the same thing it takes an image from a computer uh, and it basically makes a 3d model of it so that's what Thomas does, and Thomas is uh is is good at it. So I, I don't know if he posts any of the pictures that he does of the work he does. And maybe he should. And you guys, if you're watching out there on YouTube, go follow uh, Thomas Mad Dog 
on his social media. <laughs> so go over and follow Thomas Mad Dog. I don't know what his social media is, right? So maybe he'll put it up on the um, on the live chat, right? So on the live chat, Thomas, put up your uh, links to your uh, social media so everybody who comes on the channel now can check out your social media and see what it is that you do, right? And Thomas has been a longtime friend since the beginning days of Big Bad Barbecue Brawl, you know? So I consider Thomas a, a, a friend and people, did you see that? Oh, what the heck? So go over and check out Thomas Mad Dog. I don't know what his handles are. Handles, right? Like I'm in a Mack truck on a CB. Hey, what's your handle? 10-4, goodbye. <laughs> hey, all right, all right. But... Go over and check out Thomas, right? So that's the amount of effort that Thomas puts into his his work. And to me, that means everything, right? Taking effort and making it look effortless. That's that's been that's been my uh my motto for for as long as I can remember, right? So the idea is you ever go somewhere and watch somebody do something and they just make it look effortless. So they take all this time and energy about what it is they're doing and how they do it. And they make the actual thing that they're doing look like it, it's second nature. Like they were meant to be doing that all the time. The amount of time, the amount of practice, the amount of knowledge that you absorb doing these things that you do to make them look like it's effortless. Now that takes a lot to do. And a lot of people don't understand that, right? Because I think the problem is, is a lot of people watch other people do things. And when somebody makes something they do look effortless, the automatic response in somebody's head is, I could do that. <laughs> and listen to me, I'm not saying you can't out there. And I'm not saying you can't do the things that everybody else does. You can. It's just the amount of effort you want to put into doing something, the task at hand, and it could be anything, right? It could be, shoot, it could be digging ditches, right? If you learn how to dig ditches properly, you really can make them look effortless. And to me, that's magical. Like when I watch somebody do something and they make it look like th th what they do, what they're doing, that they've done it forever, and that they enjoy what they're doing, right? When you watch somebody who makes something that they're doing look effortless, it they really do enjoy what they're doing at the time that they're doing. Even if it's a repetitious motion that you're constantly doing, that amount of effort that you put into that motion, and when it becomes effortless, it looks magical. It looks like, you know, it looks like a ballet when you watch ballet dancers and they're jumping up in the air and, you know, spinning around and pirouetting and doing all those things. They make it look effortless. So, you know, kudos and applause to everybody out there who takes the time to do the things that they, whether you like to do it or you learn to do it, right? So there is a difference, right? You could like to do something, and of course, you want to constantly progress and get better at doing that thing. But if you learn how to do something out of necessity as well, 
that thing as well can become effortless for you. And that's, that says a lot about who you are, the character, the, the, the character and the way you develop doing those things. It really does mean, it means something. It means that you, you know, taking an initiative, it means that you, you care about what, you, what you're doing and you care about the end result. So the idea of doing these things or whether it be a mundane task that you think means, you know, very little or means nothing to a lot of people, it does. It really does. It helps your spirit. It helps uh, the way you do things on a daily basis because once you get into doing something and you make it look effortless, I think it opens up your learning process and the way you do other things. Right. So if when you're doing something and it becomes effortless, you 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 kind of take on this idea that, hey, this isn't so bad. And maybe something else that I may take on or something else I may decide to do, I can become just as good or as proficient at it as I am at this one thing that I do that comes easy to me. Right. And I know a lot of people out there like, oh, well, some people just have natural talents at certain things. And believe me when I tell you, there are very few miracle or gifted people out there that take certain things and they do not have to be taught, nor do they have to practice very hard. And listen to me when I say this, everybody has to practice. Everybody has to get better at what they're doing to <laughs> become better or learn different ways, or, you know, do things in a different manner that become easier or, you know, or effortless in the process. So the fact that a lot of people use that as an excuse when they watch other people do things, whether it's, you know, athletes or whether it's um, people who are tradesmen or whether you watch, you know, people who do interviews or people who do video work or photography work or what have you, chefs, um, when somebody does things and they make it look effortless, it's not that they didn't practice at it. And it's not that they didn't think about the things that they're doing constantly. They have. And they're doing them. They're thinking about them while they're doing them. And the idea of staying conscious while you're doing them, believe me, that's what makes the things that people do and that you do look effortless. Because... You're conscious about it. You're paying attention to the things that you're doing while you're doing them so that you can become better at them. So you can become more proficient at them, right? Especially if you're trying to do this, you know, if you're trying to do whatever you're trying to do as a career or as a job at some point, because in order for you to earn money doing that, you have to become better at it all the time. And if you don't, it's, it's going to be hard to get, start telling people you want to get paid to do something and you really can't do that well. So think about that too, right? These are the cause and effects of certain things, right? The idea of the cause and effect is, you know, I want to do this because I like it or I want to do this, you know, because I'd like to make a living at it. But believe me, you won't be able to do either one of them if you don't become proficient and you don't eventually have the ability to do these things effortlessly <laughs> there's a lot of s's and suffers and effortlessness in this thing and at some point i'm probably going to get tongue-tied so bear with me <laughs> 
All right, all right, folks. So let's see what's going out there, what's going on out there, and see who's with us, right? So my, my glass is a little foggy here, right? So we got Thomas, of course, with us. Yo, what up, Tom? Uh, Liz is with us. Sonny's with us. And uh, Sailor, Gina, Cece, Yolanda Hay. Um, you know, so these are the things, right? It, it, you know, learning how to do things proficiently and effortlessly because that's the way we become um that's the way we gain knowledge and and i know people think it's kind of like the opposite right because i think a lot of people don't want to spend the time to to make the things that they do look effortless so they're always looking right they're always looking for somebody to kind of okay let me do this for you and and show you how it's done and i say yes that is a great way to learn certain things, right? You you definitely need to have some kind of direction of which way to go in order to become better at something that you're doing or something you'd like to do. And you you need that that basic knowledge, right? Because we all know this, right? The idea of thinking is uh, education is really the meaning of education is to think for yourself. So when you go to school or you're apprenticing or doing something that somebody's teaching you, the idea is not to have them teach you every single thing, right? Because here's the, the, the twofold on that. Here's the devil's advocate on that, okay? The devil's advocate on that is this, is that you learn only their way. And what if their way isn't the most efficient or proficient? What if you yourself thought about these things in your own way, in your own manners, and you came up with a way to do them better, more effective, more efficient, you know? So why would you discount your thought capacity or the way you want to do something and just be so, you know, stringent on learning from somebody a certain way and saying that's it and that's the only way, right? We all know that saying, right? There's more than one way to skin the cat. And I'm not saying, <laughs> you know, listen to me, nobody go out there and start skinning cats, you know? I don't, want to, I don't want to be held responsible for all them skin cats out there. <laughs> but the idea is that there is. There are many ways to do things for sure, right? And maybe the way, you know, I mean, come on. When you think about the process of certain things, right? And if people are not thinking for themselves and learning how to do things so that they become effortless uh, on, on, on your own level, then why would you continue to do them that way? So in other words... If you learned how to do something one way and it really, it wasn't easy to you and it took long to do, you know, most of the time you're going to get turned off and, and eventually not want to do it, right? We talk about a lot of things and I, I have some cool little stuff so I'm going to try and put up here and see what goes on, okay? Is that when you think for yourself and decide to do things on your own and learn as much as you can, uh, on your own, you know, in combination with from somebody who probably does know better. That's why we have schools and that's why we have apprenticeship programs just about in anything so that you can learn to think for yourself to do that process, maybe better, maybe more efficiently. Right. I mean, come on. When the Postal Service was created and we were writing letters and sending them through the mail and it took X amount of days in order to get a letter, letter or documentation or something to and from places, eventually somebody thought of email, right? I mean, so when you think about the idea of, 
of doing these certain things that that become effortless for yourself you are actually at some point hopefully sharing this knowledge and the way these things are done and the way you've learned to do them better and and we say easier better faster you know it's kind of like my thing right you know how can we do this thing you know a little bit easier you know a little bit better and maybe a little bit faster than the last time i did it so it's kind of important right the effort and the amount of effort that you put into things because if you you know if you're only putting this much and you're expecting this much it usually doesn't work out that well it usually doesn't it doesn't equate to the final result of what you're looking for right so if you're doing a little bit and then expecting somebody else maybe to do the rest for you it it usually it creates a it, it creates a rhythm that doesn't work too well right so if you learn and you put the effort into the amount of things that you want to put the effort into the result will be exactly what you want the result won't be determined by somebody else and that's always kind of like my thing and the reason why i have this this idea that i need to learn and and i'm curious about so many things is because i'm willing to put in the effort for the amount of the result that i'm looking for so when you do hire somebody or you do find somebody else to do a task that maybe you thought of doing on your own take a couple of minutes sometimes step back and just think about those things and you know i talked about it in some of my other podcasts is that if you think about them in smaller steps and you decide on the, doing these things incrementally so that your goals can be achieved in a in a reasonable amount of time you'll find out that this amount of effort that you want to put in becomes effortless so that you're learning a lot more and the way you do things becomes effortless and that's that's a it's just it's just a good good thing to to realize for yourself is that the amount of effort that you put into things will be will have a really big impact on the final result of what you get or what you want to achieve so you know examples are you know hiring somebody to do something that you think about on your own and you're expecting somebody else to think in the same process that you are so the amount of effort they're going to put in may not be the same amount of effort that you would put in right so if you you are thinking about hey i can if i really applied myself and i was you know able to achieve this things in this amount of time what happens if you give this this if you you know let's say how this works if you alleviate the amount of pressure on yourself and you and you want somebody else to make the same amount of effort that you would make and your expectation is too high right so you you decided by you not putting in the amount of effort that you know you should have and you've given that away to somebody else and if they're not willing to put in the same amount of effort your end result is usually going to be bad <laughs> that's that's just me saying how it really is <laughs> that's the truth the whole truth nothing but the truth truth so help me you know how it works right so yo we got the first one coming up right here what up what up the super check dun, dun, dun. big shout out to yolanda thank you so much again you know the um 
super chats and and these things that come on here they really do support the channel and they they help every little bit of this right so again the amount of effort that i put in here and you guys helping out and that amount of effort really does help me do the things that i would like to do and share with you guys a lot easier so super chat thanks yolanda that's what's going on and i i have a few clips that i want to show you guys you know that that really kind of depicts certain things as to what i i think about when i think about effort for for myself and the amount of effort that other people i think sometimes you just need a little bit of a little push is okay every once in a while from somebody else but mostly from yourself right so the amount of effort that you're going to put into things is only going to be brought on by you so you yourself are the only is the only one who's going to determine how much effort you put into something right and when things fall short i always like to say this for a lot of people tend not to the amount of effort i put into something if i fall short it's my fault it, it, it it's nobody else can't blame anybody else that's the way it works i don't necessarily have this idea that i like to you know point fingers at somebody and say oh i couldn't achieve something that i wanted to achieve because of you and i said well well if i was walking across the street and somebody ran a red light and they hit me <laughs> that wasn't caused by the amount of effort i was trying but the lack of attention or effort that that person was because there's no way i could stop them from running the red light and running me over <laughs> i couldn't do that you know that that much you know can't be controlled so that amount of effort of me crossing the street you know of course i wanted to go from here to over there and <laughs> somebody else kind of you know just got in my way that that part of the effort yeah that's understandable right i couldn't help that but if if you're you're expecting somebody else's effort to match yours i mean there are you can find people out there and that's for sure and that's true no two ways about it but nine out of ten times the amount of effort that you put in is going to be it's going to be above and beyond what what most normal people that you bring in on something that you're trying to do or achieve is usually not going to be the same but there are exceptions don't get me wrong i'm not saying that that's the way it is all the time i'm just saying that it it happens that way sometimes so excuse me if you're going to get into a project with somebody make sure the expectation is where it's supposed to be and also understand that if you're going to find somebody and get them involved in a certain project or a task or, or things that you're trying to get done or they're trying to get done even if it's a combination of things make sure that the effort is you know a combination of of you yourself and anybody else that's involved right and by no means should anybody be falling short uh of of the idea of, of the the commitment that they thought that they were going to give so by all means you know if somebody if somebody isn't doing their due diligence and somebody's t talking nonsense and just saying they're going to do this that the other thing and they're not just let them know. <laughs> don't don't be afraid to let somebody know that they talking, you know, they talking nonsense and they they they're just talking out of the, like we say out of the side of their mouth and not pulling their weight, right? We all know that, right? The amount of effort somebody puts in or the or the lack thereof, I think also needs to be brought to somebody's attention when it's called for, when it when it's necessary. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh hell no. You see where I'm going with that one, right? So
That being said, this is how it's going to go. You know how it is. Please, everybody, make sure you are subscribed to my YouTube channel. It really helps. And don't forget to share this with anybody you think may find this, you know, uh, you know, you know, hilarious because <laughs> some of the things that I say are just totally hilarious or, you know, may find this insightful, insightful, whatever the case may be. It really does help everything that you do, folks. Make sure you hold on. Make sure you ring that bell so you get notified when I put up a YouTube video or I go live on my everything and nothing podcast. You heard you heard. You don't want to ring that bell because you'll get notified. And when you get notified, that, that's, that, that's, that's a good sign right there. <laughs> and don't forget to subscribe to all my social media. These things right here. So the social media content on Instagram and Facebook and all these places, it's going to start to change again for me, right? Like I've been focusing a lot more on my YouTube channel. So I hope everybody is also, you know, paying attention to that. So the amount of things that I'm doing on my social media is going to start to get less and less. I'm going to probably pull back on posting on Facebook and Instagram for a while. And I'm going to do the posts on those uh, platforms. Those social media platforms are going to get far and few in between. And there's going to be a lot more content living on my YouTube channel starting very soon um, for two reasons. And here's why I was saying before, thank you again, Yolanda, for the uh, super chat, because Here's things that I, I really take take this uh, seriously. This is a, a form of uh, work for me because of my production value that I put into this whole thing. And also the fact that, listen to me for a minute while I rant, okay? And excuse me. <laughs> my God, are you still talking? Yes, I am. <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> oh my God, who the hell cares? <laughs> Well, let me tell you. So this is how it works, right? For all these years, it's been Facebook and Instagram and this whole thing, right? And we know who controls that whole thing. So these platforms have been making this man or this person or this company or what have you, whatever you want to call it, billions. And please, by all means, look it up, okay? Facebook and Instagram, look them up how many billions of dollars, not millions, not hundreds of millions, billions, okay, folks, billions, billions of dollars that this person or company has been making for many years, okay? And all the content that's on these platforms belongs to us. We're the ones creating this for that entity, and they're making a lot of money on us. And I'm not saying, you know, it's right, wrong, or indifferent. What I'm saying is that there always needs to be a little give back to everybody. And the problem is, is they don't think it's necessary. So that's why you have other social media platforms like this one, like YouTube, knock on wood, and now TikTok, right? Because these platforms understand that the content and the way that they generate business and capital and money and gain popularity and notoriety is through content created by myself and other content creators. And I'm sure everybody out there has social media accounts, right? But these people are not giving anything back to anybody except for those other two platforms. So you have YouTube, which pays, and they pay very small, right? This is not 
a, a large amount of money, right? And Amazon's another one, right? So they give a little bit back to the people that help, right? And I really think that's a good idea. I think it's a good idea to show the gratitude and the amount of things that we, you know, the content that we put on there allows them to make to make a living, to make a lot of money and employ people. I'm not saying this is a bad thing. What I'm saying is that there needs to be a give and take on certain things. So when there's a super chat and you do that or you, you know, in the links in the description below, I have, uh, you know, there's links to the podcast equipment that I use. And on my cooking and eating videos and my building and fixing videos, I have links also to like tools that I use, materials that I use, um, so on and so forth, cookbooks, um, kitchen equipment, and so on and so forth. So when you click on those links down in the description below, uh, I get a very, and when I tell you it's a minuscule uh, kickback from these people for the amount of content that I have. So when you do that and you click on a link and you purchase something or you're watching my videos, l listen to me. Both of them enjoying the content. When you do all these things, it really does make the amount of effort that I put into doing the content that I put up all worth it. I mean, this is a great way for expression to happen, not for just for myself, but for everybody that's out there. And wouldn't it, and isn't it fantastic that the amount of effort that I put in or you put into doing this, knowing that there is some kind of, you know, some kind of monetary value coming back because of the monetary value that I put into the production of the things that I do. So I think that's a great thing. So I just want everybody to be aware out there that my posts on Facebook and Instagram and, and some other platforms that I'm on, Twitter and all these things, are going to be much less and far and few in between because of the idea of there's no there's no effort being pushed back towards the content creators okay there's a gentleman that i follow on uh youtube named chris howe and i just watched one of his videos one of his videos yesterday and it really did push this out into the forefront for me the amount of effort that he puts in there you're talking about professional videographers and photographers and the amount of content that they put on social media platforms and to not be recognized and make and have some kind of monetary value for this whole thing, it really makes it disheartening and discerning, right? We all know my bad mishap with uh, Scripps Network and Food Network and the Cooking Channel and that whole thing that happened to me was horrible too. So that's why I, tra I transferred over to doing my own thing, right? Was because of the amount of effort that I put in to the amount of things that I do was much higher than the amount of effort and monetary value that that network thought I was worth. And that's why I had to leave. I had to walk away from my own TV show. And how horrible is that, that these people made millions of dollars Millions, and like I said, not hundreds, not thousands, millions on your boy from Brooklyn, and I didn't get it, <laughs> hardly nothing. So when you're thinking about the amount of effort that you put into things and the amount of effort that people put into things out there, right? So if you're friends with somebody that's on social media and they're posting, right? It takes two sentence, two seconds to hit the... <laughs> it really does. 
Okay. Then it takes two more seconds to make sure you subscribe to my channel. You heard, you heard. Very, very important. And get your bell rung. Ring that bell so you get notified when the next video goes up, 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 up on my YouTube channel. Okay. It's important. And if you like it, right, and you think somebody else is going to like the content that you're watching, whether it's me or it's anybody, any other content creator out there, share it for them as many times as you can. Okay. It really does help. Okay. And when you go down on the social media, all the links are in the description below. When you go on my social media, just, you know, you know, hit the follow, hit the subscribe, hit the share button, do all those things, right? Because it really is effortless <laughs> to click a button. If you're watching it anyway, you should be, right? And leave any questions and comments, just leave them below. Let's open discussions. That's what these platforms are for. These platforms are made so that everybody out there can have a voice. And anybody out there who likes the entertainment factor of what it is that they're doing to share all this stuff with everybody out there so that they can become effortless <laughs> in the things that they do. It's, it's kind of important, right? <clears throat> That's how all these things happen. They don't happen by not liking or not subscribing or, or keep swiping or whatever. If you subscribe or following somebody on their social media or on their YouTube channel, there's a reason you did it. Do you like their content? And if you don't, I mean, it's just a matter of unsubscribing or unfollowing. It's that simple, right? But if you are enjoying their content, just show a little love. It, it's, it's really effortless. Yeah, get it? Effortless. All right. Anyway, so that's what's going on right there. How's everybody's summer been so far, right? It's been kind of crazy. The weather out here has been crazy. We've had a tremendous amount of rain. So with that humidity, it's it's like it's unbearable on certain days, right? That the amount of humidity that we have. And then because of the rain and then it gets swampy, <laughs> then it gets nasty outside. And who, who wants to be outside when you got a little trickle of swamp ass coming down every once in a while? It's kind of like, hey, uh, <laughs> thank God for air conditioning. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure. But, you know, at least the summertime is here, right? I think we had we had an extremely cold winter. We had we had a, a little bit of snow. Snow got kind of bad for a little bit in the winter. And now the warm weather is here. I hope everybody's enjoying it. I've been out on the motor scoop a couple of times, but not enough, right? So going out on the bike sometimes is crazy because people think, you know, where we are here on the East Coast, you know, we have seasons, right? So you really want to spend as much time as you can out on the scoot uh, during the warmer weather. But when it's too warm, being on a motorcycle, no, it's not that enjoyable. <laughs> it's like being in the hairdryer, <laughs> really. Because the faster you go, the hotter the air blows on <laughs> So it's crazy. And when you have, right, so my particular kind of motorcycle is custom-made, and it has a V-twin motor, but... That V-twin doesn't, you know, I mean, you could oil cool cool it, right? And it, it, it'll run a little bit better, but not much because the hotter the air is outside, the hot air moves across that motor like that, and the bike just does not run that well, right? The, uh, the other motorcycles, the, uh, the other brands, whatever the heck they are, Suzuki's and Kawawaki's and, and everything like that and, and Chewbacca's and stuff like that, 
they have like uh, radiators and stuff like they run a lot better. Um, and I'm not saying you know they're better or worse or whatever the case may be. I just those motorcycles probably run a lot better in the warmer weather than like a V-twin uh, Harley type motor. So I could tell you that from experience. But um, the warm weather is the the, the hotter it is outside the less likely I am to be on my scoot, right? And, and as I get older, that's, I don't even want to be on in the hot weather. So like before summertime hits, you know, spring is a great time for riding and fall, believe it or not. So I don't get out on the scoot a, a tremendous amount in the summertime because it's just too hot. And unless you're on an, you know, an open highway and I like to travel at weird times, right? So it's not too bad. Uh, being out on a motorcycle, is is much more enjoyable when the weather's a little bit cooler the bike runs better and it's more enjoyable to be on it right you got that helmet on your head and sweat coming down it's just it's not that not that enjoyable so i like to get out on the scoop more uh and it will be you know it'll get better as as the summer goes on as we get closer to the fall weather it'll it'll get better right so that's what's up out there. And listen to me, you know, my podcast is available on YouTube, okay? And there are links below where you can, right, this side, <laughs> this side right here. And on this side, you can also listen to my podcast on all these other plat uh, podcasting platforms right here. And there are links to all of these below. So you can go in the description, go in the description in the uh, uh, YouTube and you'll find links to all the podcast platforms that I'm on, okay? So if you don't want to watch it on YouTube, by all means, go over to any one of those uh, podcasting platforms and uh, you can listen to it. Throw it on the car, uh, throw it on your headphones when you're on the treadmill or you're on the motor scoot. That's, a, that's another one right there, right? You know, just throw it on. You, you, you'll be all right there. You heard? You heard? Otherwise, you're going to get the... Listen to me. The goat still lives. Don't be the one who gets the goat. You heard, you heard. So when I go back to this thing that I'm always thinking about, about the amount of effort in in the things that I do, I always go back to, you know, you know, things that were that I just enjoy doing a lot. Okay. And let's see if this works out i have a few of these things here that i just i absolutely enjoy and I, I downloaded a few of them and the amount of effort right so everybody knows how i feel about the fight game right i love the fight game period and i like the ufc stuff too don't get me wrong it's not like i don't like it i really do enjoy it uh for the most part i like the 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 sport of of i like the fight game itself as a sport right because it really does challenge individual effort and that means a lot to me right and the same thing with training right so when i trained i i really did take it very seriously and you'll see here let's see if this works right so let me let me do this so when i when i train right i train so when i'm not hold on let's try this one more time let's do this you ready let's see if this works let's pause that Let's bring this back and let's let's see if this works. You ready? So didn't work on this one. But you'll see, like, so the whole idea for me when I'm doing something is not just 
not just the little bit that I can learn or do from it. It's the amount of effort that I decide to put into something, to do it, and do it so it looks effortless. It means, it means a lot to me. And it's not, not the fact that, you know, uh, you know, you know, I just want to see if I could, no. The amount of effort that I put into something means a lot more to me than the actual, than the actual doing of the task. Because I really do believe that the amount of time and effort you put into something, it, it reflects on your character. It, fle it reflects on, on the things that you will do in, in the future, in your in it, it's just how it is because if you're not putting in the most amount of effort that you can on something how do you know how good you could be at something well how would you know how well you can do that particular thing if you're not willing to put in the most amount of effort it, it's hard it's hard to understand it you know and and all those times when People say, ah, they're, 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 they're born with that. That's a natural talent. And I go, you know, that's bullshit. <laughs> it's the amount of effort that you put into something is what you're going to get out of it, right? So when that was happening and, right, and I, I wanted to have a studio, right, with, with these things, what did I have to do? I had to do all of this. I had to do all of it. And the amount of effort shows because my end result, my end result for the amount of effort that I do when I put into something means this much to me. So that amount of effort that I did to put into that resulted. Everything I need is right here. The cheese is right here. The bacon is right here. The knife to butter the toast is right. It's all right here. You see what I'm saying, folks? It's all right here. The amount of effort that you put into something while you're doing it is all right here. You don't have to look anywhere else for the amount of effort you put into something. All you have to do is put in that amount of effort and you'll get exactly what you want out of it. And that's the truth. I ain't lying. So I think that's it, folks, because we all know. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? Well, I do. And that shows you how much effort that I put into things because I care, folks. And I don't want to get the goat. And that's for darn sure. I can tell you that much, folks. So I think that's it for me. Listen to me, folks. You know how it goes. And every day is a good day. And if you give a smile... You gonna get a smile. So don't forget, it all makes a difference. So I gotta go. I think that's my time, folks. All right, all right, all right.